0: Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. We had a long weekend.
0: We did have a long weekend, and it's winter all of a sudden.
1: I know. We came back from uh, a weekend away, and I haven't turned the heat on in the house, and it was uh,
0: 58 degrees in here. Wow. It's a little chilly. But it's a weekend that involved Disney, How?
1: We went to the Disney store. No. Oh, we were in a cheer competition, and the next step is Disney.
0: That's right, because the Team Isabel coaches finished second in their division in the regionals, so they are headed to the Wide World of Sports Complex in Walt Disney World to compete at the beginning of December.
1: Yay for them! So very
0: exciting for those girls. Yeah.
1: Uh, but we did go to the Disney store. We did. While we were in one of the malls up that way, and we saw the Legacy, legacy ornaments. ornaments. There were like year. ten of them that we had talked about. And uh, they're even cuter in person than they looked on the the screen.
0: Right. Your favorite was the up one, correct?
1: I really liked the up yeah. one. Yeah, the Mary Poppins one is cute too. We'll have
0: to see if we can post pictures of those to our page.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, and we seem to have missed something over the weekend. Well,
0: we didn't miss it. They announced it. We don't. We don't do news on Friday night. And during Friday, during the day, they made an announcement.
1: Well, I didn't mean like we missed it for our for our uh, podcast. I mean, just we missed it personally.
0: Right. Go ahead. But but we missed it for the podcast. Tell them what we missed. You can tell them what we missed.
1: Oh, we we missed the um, Frozen Holiday Wish lighting of the castle that they streamed on the Disney Parks blog.
0: Right. Usually they give us a couple days, maybe a week's notice that, you know, hey, we're going to live stream this event. And it seems like at nine o'clock in the morning, they said, hey, everybody tune in at six o'clock. We're going to live stream uh, the lighting of the castle. Um, A Frozen Holiday Wish is when uh, Elsa uh, appears and lights the castle into its shimmering, icicle wondrousness for the holidays. And that happens every night at dusk, right? I guess so, yeah. Um, So they live-streamed it. It's only a little celebration, but it uh, is available on replay and it's already on our page if you want to see what it looks like. As much as I hate the amount of time it takes them to put this up, I think it does make the castle look.
1: look it's so pretty. pretty. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get to see it this year, which makes me a little bit sad. But next year. Oh well. Um, and there was also a sneak peek at Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, also on the Disney Parks blog.
0: That's right. It's a very short peek, but we've posted that as well. If you'd like to see. Um, It's the special fireworks show that takes place during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which will be presented on select nights between November 8th and December 22nd of this year. All
1: right. And then over at Hollywood Studios in Galaxy's Edge, they've added a third um, magic shot, one of the Zoom ones.
0: Yep. So there are, if you didn't know about this, it's pretty cool. You, You stand over by Cinderella's Castle. And they have a shot that zooms out like super far and then zooms in on you guys. So it it's just a, a super zoom. It, it's incredible detail. Um, and it's, of course, you know, tied to your magic band. And they currently do the one at the castle and one in Galaxy's Edge. But there are now, there's now a second one in Galaxy's Edge. They do one at First Order Cargo. And then they do one by Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. Um, so they're just pretty cool. Pretty cool ways to, you know, record your trip with, with photos like this. You know, we're used to the magic shots being something where they say, put out your hand. Right. And maybe Tinkerbell's in it or, you know, look scared and, you know, they put, uh, I don't know, a villain or, you know, something scary. S-
1: stitch or something. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. But these these new magic shots are pretty cool because they uh, allow these cameras to zoom in with incredible detail and it's just pretty fun. Neat can't put it on your holiday card for people, but no, you can you sure look can. at it over and over and put it on your <laughs> Facebook page yeah, whatnot.
1: Um, Disney After Hours has announced some new additional dates. What are those?
0: That's right. So uh, let's see. It doesn't specifically say what they are, um, but they have added additional dates. So in the Magic Kingdom, you're going to have uh, Disney After Hours on January 23rd, 27th, and 31st, on February 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th. On March 2nd, 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th. And on April 5th, 13th, 20th, and 27th. And May 5th, 11th, 18th, and 25th. In Disney's Animal Kingdom, April 1st, 17th, 14th. I'm sorry. April 1st, 7th, 14th, and 22nd. And May 2nd, 9th, 16th, 19th, and 26th. So these, once again, are also hard-ticketed events um, that start at 7 p.m. after the parks close. Uh, and allow you to have time in the parks up until midnight. There are complimentary ice creams, popcorn, and beverages. Um, So just uh, be aware that these nights exist.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit the other day. Um, And then let's see what else have we got. Oh, uh, I'm excited about this. There's a menu now for the newly, not new, Waiting to open uh, Regal Eagle, which is replacing the Liberty Inn in the America Pavilion at Epcot.
0: Which I keep thinking of two things.
1: The Regal Beagle.
0: One, the Regal (laughs) Beagle from Three's Company. So I fully expect Larry and Jack Tripper to be in there uh, at some point. Uh, The second thing is, instead of Regal Eagle, I keep thinking of Sam Eagle from The Muppets. Like, it would have been really cool if it was Sam Eagle. Well, oh, you know, restaurant. they may
1: put some Sam stuff in there. Who knows? Right. Um, but it is a, um, a barbecue restaurant. Uh, so some of the items that they have on their menu is a burger with uh, pulled pork and uh, an onion ring. They have uh, ribs with sides of onion rings. They have salad, um, some sort of a, a salad with uh, chicken. With onion rings. Um, mm-hmm. a, a barbecue smoked chicken with coleslaw. So a very um, typical Barbecue-type foods.
0: Right, and the big thing with this is it is officially the Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue, so it's barbecue and beer. Good.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that'll do you really, really well there, so that's great. All right, and let's see. What else have we got here? Oh, Mickey Mouse is um, has a new location over at Epcot.
0: Mickey's on the move. That's right. In At some point in 2020... Mickey is going to be headed over to a new meet-and-greet inside the Imagination Pavilion as part of the Pixar uh, Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. So just inside the entrance there, you'll find Mickey greeting guests and celebrating his on-screen stardom. So there's no date, it just says early 2020. Uh, Unfortunately, the Imagination Pavilion, there's not much imagination there.
1: No, they've lost their imagination. You know,
0: ever since they took out uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience and... uh, you know, I, I remember going into the, you know, post-ride attraction after riding uh, the Figment uh, journey into imagination there. And it used to be vibrant and it had all sorts of stuff going on. You could do the 3D, you know, we, that's where we got our 3D picture in Crystal. Oh, yeah. And, and another family's picture yeah. in Crystal, <laughs> if have no idea who they are. Um, But now it's, it's just kind of like a shell. It, it's like... It's the most unimaginative imagination pavilion I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it's sort of sad. Hopefully, that'll get a uh, facelift. Right. Um, and then some sad news: uh, the five k was this weekend. The wine and dine uh, half marathon and five k. They um, they lost a member. Some, a participant died during the 5K. They have not released really any details, but they collapsed during the the 5K, and they haven't said anything about the person's age or
0: um, gender. Nothing,
1: or absolutely nothing age about race. it. Nothing. But um, but they died. So yeah. that's that's sad.
0: Hopefully, they they enjoyed running and they passed doing something that they loved, and they were big Disney fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess if you're gonna go, there's no. No better place. No. I don't know. I'd like uh, to go in my sleep. Yeah, that's a unfortunately way. I
0: don't think the other people in the car would appreciate that. <laughs> uh,
1: and then you have some Ant Man
0: news. I do in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Ant Man three has some news. Uh, Peyton Reed is going to direct uh, again. He's the guy who did the first two films, so it's great that they're keeping the continuity. Good. Yeah. You know, I I think when somebody else like. You know, it, it'd be like having, you know, when they fired James Gunn off of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You know, to have somebody different step in, it, it changes the entire tone of the movie.
1: Except we never got to see that, so that's a terrible example.
0: Well, no, because James Gunn is back for Right. Guardians so of the Galaxy
1: 3. Was he not there for two?
0: He was there for two.
1: Right, so we have never had a change, so it's a bad example. Well... Let's okay. give a, let's give an example of something like what?
0: Like wasn't there like one of the superhero like movies? Each, like each Batman the,
1: didn't they was like change Well,
0: that's not Marvel, but yeah. Tim mm-hmm. Burton did Batman one and Batman Returns and then the other two were Joel Schumacher and yes. those were horrible. Exactly. You know, Iron Man kind of lost Iron Man, the original Iron Man was John Favreau. And then Iron Man Two was a different guy, and Iron Man Three was a different guy and, and the tonality of each one of those movies changed to where a lot of people, you know, they really didn't like Iron Man Two. Um, with you know the uh, the villain and and the storyline, and you know, like I said, it just loses something. But it definitely s-
1: loses continuity. The, the yeah. great
0: thing about the Marvel movies is they seem to get people. Whether you know it's a certain director or writing team, and they just they keep them, and it, it's very cohesive. Yep. Um. So yeah. So Peyton Reed's gonna return for the third uh, Ant Man movie, and it has. Um, they don't have a firm date, but it looks like it will be part of phase five and it will release in late, uh, uh, well, not late, but 2022 with filming uh, to begin at the end of 2020. Good. That's Provided right. they can get, uh, well, I guess Paul Rudd's already going to return and Evangeline Lilly and Michael Douglas, but no word on Michelle Pfeiffer. All right. Yes.
1: Um, and then uh, over at Disney Springs, they have something called the Christmas Tree Trail at uh, Christmas time. And it is free.
0: Which is amazing. It is because amazing. Because you don't get many freebies at Disney.
1: It's a walkthrough in the marketplace area, sort of way off to the side, past the carousel and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's a walkthrough with trees that are decorated in different Disney themes. And then at the end, there's a little, like, little house, little hut, I don't know, with Santa Claus in it, you can, um...
0: I thought it was somewhere in the middle, but... Maybe. You can actually make a reservation to have your picture taken with Santa Claus. It's not a... I mean, it's kind of a fast pass, but, um, you can get your ho- holiday pictures done there, which, Yeah, which and that nice. was
1: actually free also, if you wanted to buy the photos there was there was obviously a fee for the photos, but you were also able to take um photos with your own camera and have them take photos with your own camera. So right. um nice little freebie and there's not many of them in, in Disney World.
0: And there's holiday music and snow.
1: It is. It's very festive. So um they've eliminated a couple of the trees um, but they've also added in some new ones. So Lost this year, some things that were there that are not this year, uh, Pluto, 101 Dalmatians, um, The Jungle Book, The Muppets, and Alice in Wonderland. So those are some of the types of things that they've had before, but those are not actually going to be in it. What they are going to do this year, they have a tree that features the Walt Disney World theme parks. They have a Mickey and Minnie Mouse tree, a Beauty and the Beast tree, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, Frozen, The Princess and the Frog, The Little Mermaid, Mulan, Haunted Mansion, Snow White, Pinocchio, Toy Story, Disney Villains, Dumbo, Cinderella, Robin Hood, Star Wars, Peter Pan, Tangled, The Lion King, Mary Poppins, and Fantasia. So that's 23 trees, um, and they're set up. They're not huge, so they don't, when you take a photo, like you can't take a photo in front of those and sort of expect them to really be your holiday photo you might be able to take a picture of a a little kid or two in front of them but they don't fill up a whole backdrop no they're
0: only like six or eight foot trees yeah they're not big
1: right but they're they're cool and they're fun to just sort of go and take pictures with your favorite ones just you know for yourself so um so yeah if you're looking for something fun and free to do over the holiday season um that's a great option and let's see, what else do we have? So, also in holiday news, a uh, new popcorn bucket, a holiday popcorn bucket at the parks, it says Happy Holidays, uh, features uh, the older style Minnie and Mickey drawings uh, kissing under a mistletoe in well, front of a window.
0: almost kissing. Oh, almost
1: kissing. I don't kissing. think they've
0: ever shown Mickey and Minnie actually kiss. They're very close to kissing.
1: Yes, they're Their about lips to kiss. Are
0: almost touching.
1: Yes. So, uh, that's cute. That's out now.
0: And what does that retail for?
1: Uh, $12. And refills are only $2. That's like one of the best deals on Disney property. That is true. You should like, get that and do that one day. Just eat popcorn all day. And then the next day you should go get your free pictures taken in front of trees at Disney Springs. Right. Cheapest vacation ever.
0: Now see the back side of that?
1: Uh, it has oh, a disgusting, that. ugly...
0: It's actually... You say it's the old style Minnie and Mickey, but it's, it's not. It's style, that new yeah. contemporary style. And the back side of it features the... I, I call them dirty goofy because I don't he has the flies around his head, and he just looks very unkempt. Uh, and then Donald. And, also and
1: looking disgusting. I think
0: he looks like he's been dipping into the eggnog.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: Um, so well, as much as I like the front of Mickey and Minnie yeah. almost kissing, the, <laughs> I, I dislike yeah. the back end of he that. He turned
1: it around. I, I don't want this popcorn bucket. I mean, I like all the popcorn buckets because you get $2 refills, but besides that, you, they can keep their popcorn bucket.
0: All right, I might have to cover that part up.
1: I know, I put a big sticker over it. Um, Also in holiday news They have started putting up the holiday decorations In the Magic Kingdom
0: That's right, there's garland and wreaths And I believe the big tree in uh, uh, The central I don't know, what do do they call that section Of uh, Main Street USA Right at the beginning there Where where the flagpoles are The
1: hub? No, No, the the hub is the center I don't know
0: Okay, the little section where uh, where the flagpoles are
1: Like the very entrance there, yeah Right
0: there's got to be an official name for that. I'm sure there is. Now I need to know what the name of that section is. You can look it up later. I shall.
1: All right. So uh, we've got a little time left again. Not a lot, but a little bit. So we're going to continue on with our discussions about first-time visitors at Disney World and, uh, you know, booking a trip and what they're going to do.
0: Right. And I think when we last left off, we had decided that we were going to stay on site. Yes. Stay much better, on property. Much better, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, we we talked about the benefits of staying on site. And, you know, once you decide that you're going to stay on site, the the next thing you need to figure out is what level resort are you going to stay at? You know, there are over 25 uh, different properties that Disney has between uh, resorts and vacation clubs and campgrounds. Um, You know, and, and if you're staying in a standard hotel, you're looking at value, moderate and deluxe resorts. Uh, there's also, as I mentioned, the vacation club properties, and then there's the Fort Wilderness Campground, which offers both cabins, uh, and traditional tent campsites, as well as pads. If you're bringing in an RV, uh, you can get different length, uh, pads for your for your IVs.
1: Right. Well, that, and those are very specific, so that's a very easy decision to make. If you're going to bring your camper, then you know where you're going to stay. Right. Um, if you're a, t- a person who likes to tent camp and, and you're going to possibly be going during a time when the weather is uh, favorable for that sort of thing, um, it's definitely the cheapest way to do it uh, in a tent. But um, most people... That's not the direction that they're right. going. Most people, you know, want to stay at a hotel. And, and when you ask them, they'll say, I want to stay on the monorail.
0: Which is everybody's dream. Everybody yeah. wants to stay on the monorail. Yeah, I want
1: to be close. I want to stay on the monorail. Until they
0: see what the monorail costs.
1: Right, until they see the pricing. And and even people who will say... Uh,
0: price is no object.
1: Until they, until say, they see <laughs> what the price is. Right. Right. Yeah, it can be. Uh, it can be a little outrageous, especially depending upon your dates. So the best approach really is to uh, ask your travel agent to give you a very quick, um, a quick quote at each level. So and, and a value price, right. a moderate price, and a deluxe on the monorail price. And that's,
0: that's usually what I'll do. Is is you know when you have a price on on each one of those at each one of those levels, it's a it's a good ballpark figure. You know if somebody. Uh, looks at a value. You know, I usually quote Pop Century because the, the three all-star resorts are usually a little cheaper. Art of Animation's is a little more expensive. Uh, Pop Century is a good middle ground. Um, and, it, you know, it, it gives you a good ballpark number because if you're still balking, you know, uh, when you get that value resort number, you know, based on your budget, right? then you, you need to talk about, you know, what you can do to make it work for you. Yes. Um, the other thing to think about when you're booking is... You know, if you're booking now for next October, you're going to get standard pricing. Um, what Disney does is usually, usually between six to four months before you travel, they're going to release a discount. Most periods of the year, with the exception of like Christmas and Easter, there are discounted uh, promotions out, usually more than one uh, for a travel period. So, you know, the further out you book, the greater room availability you have and the more options you have. Uh, and the great thing about that is if you book and then a promotion comes out, you know, one of the things I do for my guests is I monitor uh, promotions. Right. And if a promotion comes out and you fit the criteria of that promotion, we mo- I modify your resort and tell you how much you saved.
1: Yep. It's also really good to sort of know what the priority is. So once you've uh, settled on your resort, if it's way ahead of time, um... You know why did you settle on that resort, and and are you willing for a, a price difference to go to a different resort? So if you've booked a moderate, um, are you locked into that moderate? Do you do you tell your travel agent, look, this is where I want to stay. If a discount happens to come out, that's great. But if a discount comes out for you know for a neighboring property that's going to save me you know four hundred dollars on my trip, but it's not at this resort that I chose, well, I'm not interested. So those are the kinds of things you'd want to you know, tell your your travel agent and that you would want to think of yourself. You know, how how dead set are you on this particular res- resort? And as a first-timer, you really probably shouldn't be too dead set because you don't know what you like and, and it's different for everybody. So I think a good strategy going in as a first-timer, once you choose what level at least you can, you'd like to stay at, is to be flexible on which exact resort you right. stay at, just you know wherever you can get the best price,
0: right? Because each each resort has its own benefits, different modes of transportation. Um, you know, e- we're even seeing that now on the moderate and value level. You know, not only do they have buses, but moderates and values now have uh, you know the Disney Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Um, so there there are different perks to each resort locations, um, you know, and, and all that stuff needs to come into play. But that's where utilizing a, a travel agent. Uh, you know, helps you in that process.
1: Yeah, I would say you want to book the hotel with the best transportation options that you can afford. Right. So... If you look at the, the dollar amount for the contemporary and you say, "Yep, I think I can swing this," then you should swing that. It is more convenient. It does make your vacation feel like more of a vacation. Um, you will love your vacation, but it's very expensive. And if you can afford that, when you look at it and you say, "You know what? I, it's doable. Let's do it," then you should. Um, but obviously, you know, if you if you look at that price and it's just way out of your range, well, then what is the next level of transportation, I think, is a great way to look at it. What's the next level of transportation that you can afford? So, you know, can you afford Caribbean Beach where you've got the um, the gondolas going through? You know, the, if you can, then, then maybe that's the way you should go. You know, if not, like, how about pop? You know, now you've got, you know, the gondolas and, and the buses also – Um, some places have boats that will go across. So if you stay at like the wilderness lodge, there's a a little, um, friendship boat, boat, they call it. Yes. That goes over to the magic kingdom. So, you know, that's another mode of transportation. So as much transportation as you can get for your price, I think is a good way for a first timer to, to, to try to choose their resorts. But um, that's all the advice I think we have for today because uh, we're starting to run out of time. Run out of time, yeah. Yeah, this is
0: going to be booking your first trip in 47 parts.
1: Well, you know, a lot of our listeners are listeners because they love Disney and they want to get down there, but not everyone has been able to do it. That's true. So um, so maybe after this, they'll be, they'll be all ready.
0: That's true. And uh, where can they follow us?
1: They can follow us at The Disney Drive Time podcast on Facebook, um, and you can leave us a review on uh, the Two Dudes um, iTunes iTunes account. Exactly. Okay.
0: All right. So uh, until tomorrow, I'm Tony, and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time podcast.